Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the RFP podcast, episode number 195, Relentless Forward Progress, with another edition of the Ultra Dads podcast number six. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by Brian Shane. Are you there? I am. How you doing, Mike? I'm well. How you doing, man? Uh, all things considered pretty good. I'm, I haven't gotten blown away today, so I'm here to join you. So it's, it's all good in the hood. <laughs> high winds up on the mountain, are there? Super high winds. Yes. Yeah. We're, uh, we're getting a taste of winter here yet again. Uh, I had first day I, uh, donned the insulated bibs for the full day. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's cold, but at least it's windy. <laughs> uh, is is there much snow or any snow? No, no snow. Um, just colder temperatures and there's high winds all throughout the state right now. So it's not just us. Um, there is a, a huge fire still burning and these mm-hmm. winds are just wreaking havoc up north above Denver. So I uh, definitely have a lot of a lot of folks up north there in our thoughts right now because it is it's I think it traveled 20 miles or something yesterday. That sucks, so, man. Jesus. Oh, it's brutal. And I saw it firsthand down in Denver yesterday. Just the the plume when you look to the north was just I've never seen anything like it. So Oh man. It's 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 brutal. We are still in fire season. Well, so. interesting interesting you bring that up because uh just to hear hopefully maybe you'll hear it. It is yeah. a Coors Banquet beer, so uh, cheers to all our or wild wild wildlife firefighters out there. Yep, yep. Uh salute salute to them. I'll crack. I don't have a a, a yellow jacket, but this'll work still. Yeah, it's all the same. What it, what mm-hmm. is it that you are drinking? I'm actually going with the Ska Brewing out of uh, Durango and definitely one of my top um breweries these days. But it's the uh the citrus IPA, the the Modus Mandarina. Very nice. And it is tasty. So, ska? yeah. Did you say ska brewing? Ska brewing. S K A. Excellent. And it's yeah. a, it's the citrus IPA. Yeah. 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 It's. Uh, I highly recommend this brewery. If anybody sees it sitting there on the shelf of their their local uh, beer store, pick it up. But I don't. I, I put the little li- whatever we're drinking. I usually put the links in the. The show notes, if people want to uh, just research it themselves, and if it's available to them, they could certainly grab it. Just uh, do a little bit of promoting for, uh, you know, of course, the beers that we're drinking. Uh, in the event anybody would love to ever, ever sponsor us, that would be fantastic. <laughs> there you go. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're just helping others uh, broaden their horizons, I guess. Too. That's right. So- a beerology to start things off. <laughs> That's right, because you know we we're we're good at we're good at some things. We're not so good at others. And drinking beer, we've 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 kind of gotten pretty good at doing that. I, not to brag, but we're pretty damn good these days. Yeah, just like the song goes, pretty good at drinking beer. <laughs> yep, that's years of practice right there. That's right, many 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 years of practice. <laughs> Probably more than too many. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so for, for the audience, I don't know if you might be wondering why we're back on after last week with the moms, uh, you know, Brian and I were chatting, we were chatting earlier this week and, you know, we got, we got an event, which we're going to talk about a charity event, which we're going to talk about today coming up this weekend, this month, however, we're going to classify it or whatever, we're going to do it. Um, so, and we got some other topics that, um, surface you know bringing the dads bringing our dads on and, and possibly some other folks so we figured you know we we, we initially said we're going to start it every we're going to do it every week but then we said screw it let's let's jump into weekly now and we'll we'll see how that plays out over time and if it works great if if things come up you know whether it's you know activities with the kids or brian you're you know blizzard of 2020 which i'm sure that's going to happen considering the year we're having this year Oh, it's coming. Um, we'll just we'll just figure it out and kind of play it by ear and go with the flow. But that's kind of what we're planning on right now. So, 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I guess if people don't want to listen to us, they could just separate and spread out their their listening options every other week still. But um, yeah, if, if you're liking what you're hearing, then another week here, back to backs. So kind of yep. cool. I'm, I'm excited. I don't know about anybody else. So. I, I am too, because this it's, you know, for the last two weeks, it's been something I've been really looking forward to. One, just, you know, breaking up the monotony of, of the week, the nonsense and the bullshit that's been going on. And, and, you know, um, obviously it's always great to talk to you. We, I mean, we've, I think we've done a real good job over the years connecting, but a lot of it has been via text. And then, you know, maybe once a month we would have a conversation. And then obviously if we had something coming up, whether a visit or an event or something, our communication starts, starts to uh, increase, but having this, set in stone pretty much every week is really exciting. Yeah, no, I, I agree a hundred percent. This is uh this is a nice break in the, the daily grind, the weekly grind and our cross country season just wrapped up uh, last weekend. So this kind of opens things up and gives me something else to look forward to now. So I'm, uh, I'm excited about that. So we had a really good cross country season all in all too. I'm still trying to, figure out who got more out of it, whether it was me or the kids. So, um, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to touch on that. I mean, considering this show was going to be predominantly about running, we could, we could kind of start there. So how, you know, I, I obviously have a pretty good inkling of how the season went, but, you know, tell, tell the audience, how did things go for your first season as a, as a coach and, and the whole process? It, uh, you know, I don't think for the first season, well, rewind for me, never running cross country, um, technically in, I think I did the middle school club cross country and that was just going up that awful hill behind middle school. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I, I need to go back to that hill. Cause I don't think it was that steep now that I look at it again, but when you're fifth grade, maybe uh-huh. that thing just is intimidating. I mean, it was doomsday status and, uh, but, um, without ever being on a team and working with never ever kids pretty much for the most part, it couldn't have gone any better. Um, these, we had nine kids, nine middle schoolers. I could have had high school, but uh, no high schoolers signed up for the program. And this would have been South Park's first ever high school team. We've had a middle school team for about last three years, I believe. Um, but I, you know, I get it. You don't want to get involved with something you never did, especially as, as a high schooler. So, but the nine middle, middle schoolers that showed up, I mean, they were just solid. They were, they were consistent. They were showing up, putting in the work and we, we did more than just run. I was trying to break up the whole week and uh, different themes of, of a distance day, a sprint day, hills, and then strength training. So it wasn't just going out and just grinding the, the local roads there. So we, uh, I mean, I brought in just a little bit of flavor for what I like to do. If I'm coaching it, I might as well try to bring this stuff in and introduce these kids at a, a early age like this. So we talked about hydration, nutrition, stuff like that. But then we also went into to breathing protocols and, you know, the, the benefits you can get from just simply smiling. And the, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the power pose um, and what yeah, and yeah, the benefits yeah. that can. It's pretty much standing like a, a superhero, standing up tall, mm-hmm. chest out, hands on the hips. Um, yep. We would go through that um, for the beginning of the meets or just simply in between uh, recoveries, in between 200 meter sprints. Um, and, you know, just a, just a lot of cool stuff. Uh, and the kids were eating it up. You know, they were they would be busting a power pose and, you know, make sure I noticed it and everything. So, but I was bringing a lot of these practices then uh, into the, into the classroom, you know, the, the recovery breathing can also be used as a calming mechanism before a big test or before Mm -hmm. a new class or just going into school in general right now with all the circumstances Mm -hmm. we're, we're in, you know, so I'm trying to empower these kids just with, with tools beyond how to run fast and how to run a 3k, which is the middle school distance. So, um, yeah, the kids, super talented kids out there and it helped 
keep me consistent too and keep me on my toes throughout the whole season, whether it was prepping for a practice or just reacting to certain behaviors of the kids and how to approach and work with the kids and everything. Um, and then just my own training, it was, it was definitely different for me because I had to activate or dust off those fast twitch muscles because I participated. <laughs> I wasn't just there with a whistle and a clipboard. I, right. uh, I was, I was literally right next to them, whether we were sweeping during a distance run or out doing drills on the track. So for me, I was consistent as well. I was getting a proper warm up in, I, we were doing cool downs and stretches at the end. So I, I feel great. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Yeah. So, but yeah, and we, we ended the season last Saturday with our own, our own uh, fair play uh, cross country meet we're held right in the middle of town pretty much. And we had three other schools come up, three or four other schools and pretty much gave them a real solid tour of just the whole fair play area. And we accessed the South Park city museum, which is an old time, you know, 1800s section of what fair play was. Um, with all the old buildings and the, there's an old train in there and the kids did an out and back in the museum. Uh, so, I mean, it was, it was so cool. I, I still have a big smile just thinking about it. So, and our girl, yeah. our girls ran and they won outright overall team. So it was, uh, that was just a little icing on the cake. Sweet, sweet way to end it. Um, uh, I, I know what you're talking about, obviously, because I've been there and I've, been in that area um and you were kind of alluding to it you know when we were texting saturday morning before the meet was coming up um you know what did you did you get like people to come out and and was there fans that they have like a bunch of people clapping in town as they're running through oh yeah yeah well just our volunteers that showed up in full force um i mean we had a huge pool of volunteers and it was parents, it was uh, teachers in the school, a lot of staff from the school came out and yeah, up and down Front Street. I mean, the kids just had a huge cheering section and the Thursday night before the meet, we, we were doing a run through the course again and, you know, we stopped at South Park City and we kind of just did a, a pep talk and a game plan, you know, it was, it was uh, one out and back through the museum. Once we turned around there, it was just a hall just turn and burn back to the school you know smell the barn and get there and, yeah. and but i was telling them i was pumping them up i was like you look down front street you know there's going to be a volunteer from our school at every single intersection and then there's going to be all people all around i was like you're going to tap into that energy the adrenaline's mm. going to take off i was like you open your strides and you just ride that energy all the way into the Dude, school. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, no, this is no bullshit. I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> just like envisioning this and hearing it. Man. Oh, it's awesome. it was so cool, man. I like, I'm almost got like a little tear just like looking at all the kids in my mind. Like they are just like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. So, what, uh, what time was the meet at on Saturday? It was a uh, 10 o'clock start. Okay, so you didn't get the local folks that were at the <laughs> no. at the pub there cheering you guys. No, out, huh? we did that. Uh, we we had them for every practice, so because I wanted to make our presence known in town. So a lot of my uh, runs consisted of going up Main Street, cutting over, mm -hmm. coming down Front Street. So and now all the the local watering holes, you know, they have the outside seating. So yeah, yeah, we were the kids were just you know we were doing laps. <laughs> like one beer per lap pretty much with some of those guys. So That's it awesome. was, I mean, just fair play at its finest. <laughs> what, uh, so, I mean, obviously it's the first year with these kids and I'm assuming, are you going to be losing some of them to high school? Well, uh, there was one eighth grader. I think just uh, okay. Lewis is going up and that's it. But yeah, most of this, it was mostly sixth and seventh graders. Do you think uh, do you think uh, Lewis, the eighth grader, is going to continue and and yeah yeah it, um the biggest the biggest competition though is the football and that was that was kind of COVID uh, a little silver lining for me was football wasn't going to be happening when cross country started um, but Lewis is hardcore into the track and field as well so he's more like a four hundred eight hundred meter 
sprinter. Okay. Um, but when you look at him, he's, he is a football player. I mean, he's, he's solid. He's a solid dude, but man, I thought so many meets that he, his wheels were going to fall off because he was just going out hard and mm -hmm. he was coming in, you know, second, third place overall a few times. And just, he, he could, he could pick an aggressive pace and he was a bigger guy, but he just stuck with it. So it was That's rad. Awesome. It was, it was, it was so cool. I'd love to see him continue that. And then that could complement his, uh, his track and field, of course, but we'll, sure. we'll just see, but he's as talented of a runner. He's even a better football player, I think. So, wow. okay. All right. It's, I get uh, it. yeah, but I got two girls out there that are just like, it, it just fall like effortless running. And they were coming in, you know, top two in their heats every single time. So it was, uh, That's awesome. yeah, 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 it was, it was good. And Tanner was out there. I mean, Tanner gets a lot of credit for this whole, uh, team even starting. Cause this is when we were getting ready to go into the hundred mile for silver heels. It's kind of when these wheels started turning and, um, if it wasn't for him wanting to get out on the trails with me, I don't know if I w necessarily would have gone through and um, approached the AD and, and put this all together. So hmm. things happen. Things happen for the right reason. What do you – and, it, it, well, there's, I mean, I could go a long way with this. So you mentioned that things happen for a, right, the, uh, for a reason, right? But there's – and you, t you touched on some of the things, right, with – and I, 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 I texted this to you, right? They're getting a, a sprinkle of Brian yeah, Sheen. Yeah, right? totally, totally. And, and, and that's, that's that extra stuff that you just mentioned, you know, the, the breathing, yep. you know, and, and how they can take that not only with, with a meet but a test or just walking to school or a situation with their family or whatever, they, whatever type of anxiety they're dealing with. And, and, I mean, I think that's, you know, that's, 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 you're you're differentiating yourself obviously from probably most coaches out there um and it's more of a, a human being and i think i mean we've talked about this and you know my feelings uh, about this for, with us and and everything we discuss but that that's so the things they're going to remember the most is isn't like hey i i finished in this this time i i you know i was in second or third and th those memories are you know they're great and it's awesome but they're uh, they don't stay with you. They they don't sustain, right? Yep. But the lessons they learn, the 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 fact that you sat down with them through the course and you had that that moment with them about talking about, hey, you could smell the barn, you have to hay in the barn, and you're going to be feeling this way, and you're going to have that energy. That's the stuff that that they're going to take away with them, and it's going to last with them forever. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, and I I didn't, so I didn't what, go out to make better runners. I just wanted to make better humans. Yep. Um, that was the driving motivation. I mean, just first thing, just to give the kids something during these days, you know, just to give yep. them an outlet right now and running is such a cheap and accessible activity to do that. So that's taken care of in itself. The running can work for itself, but when you can start sprinkling in, you know, like you said, a little bit of Brian Shane, then you're just enhancing that, that, that boy, that girl, and you're empowering mm -hmm. the tools that, you know, it's, it, you can look at it as a coping mechanisms. You can look at it as just daily tools that they can reach into their pocket and pull out. And yeah, they're not going to look back and think of me as like, Oh, that guy made me just run. You know, I, I, I would yeah. hope they would look back and, you know, look at all these little side notes and all the, the byproducts that came out of the it season. You create an experience for them, and not just you know a season or a sport or a game or a meet. It's it was an experience. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. And I can't take all the credit. I did have a assistant coach come out, and it was just kind of you know all things happen for the right reason. She's a new teacher to the area. Um, I mean, she should have been the the head coach with her background of running mm -hmm. and everything. Um, but she's you know first time teacher. She didn't want 
head coach responsibility anyway, but it was perfect because she was bringing in, she brought in some visualization to it as well. So we were, we were right there on the same line with our coaching and what we wanted these kids to walk away with or run away. (laughs) Um, Right. So yeah, uh, Nina was awesome uh, assistant coach and, we just we had a knit a tight little tight little uh, group there. I I, I kind of was wanting you know I envisioned a big high school and a big middle school because no other kids they didn't have any other activities going on. So going into it, I I had these big visions, but this was awesome. Nine kids. I mean, it it wasn't diluted with any kind of you know drama or anything. It was just a a, a cool little crew. So. So yeah, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking to go bigger and better from there with with these kids for sure. What was your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway for the for the whole season was, um, just still having patience and trying to trying to think, continue to think out of the box. Um, yeah. not just get in the the daily grind and the you know, the same old, same old stuff. I was always trying just keep things changing and keep it different. And you, you just, the patience part is with, you know, you're dealing with middle schoolers, you know, the, the, the brains sure. are still developing, you know, the hormones are like just starting to kick off and everything too. So it just, you can't take everything so personal. You got to realize they're just kids still. So middle school is, it's a tricky, it's a tricky, uh, age group there, but yeah, if, if you can get things out of the box, I think that's what kids really need now more than ever. I think that's, that's certainly transitions right to adults too, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you know, especially, especially what we're, what we're dealing with right now, but we won't, we won't go down that, but something to, something to, Something that was a great con. I mean, we 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 took twenty minutes, basically twenty fifteen twenty minutes on that, and that was important. I'm glad you you brought that up, and that was great. That was some great lessons. It's interesting. The the one thing you you mentioned is the hill at the middle school at Abington, yeah. right? You know, and I I ran two seasons across country, and that was our home course. So we ran up because there was the two big hills. If you're looking at the hills, there's the hill on the left and the hill on the right, and the hill on the right went up and then took to the right and moved exactly. around, and the hill on the left was shorter. And yeah, back then they were huge, but now they're small. So taken, taken to that, you know, you know, we're, you know, that was what, 30 years ago, basically. Uh, So you take that into consideration. So this more, the last two mornings we're walking the dog right over at the park where I shot you that picture this morning. Very impressive. Yeah, I know he's doing well. He's doing well. He still, he still has his moments of being a shit, (laughs) but uh, that he is a puppy. He's a puppy. Uh, Let's talk. Talk about patience right, <laughs> right there. there. Full, uh, full force. Right. So the last two days, Bri, you, I, we've seen, so this is like six, you know, six, six in the morning. Uh, there's, we come out and it's like quarter to quarter to six and it's dark, but there's, there's a bunch of soccer fields lined up. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a community center, it's soccer fields, it's softball fields, it's dog parks, it's, uh, you know, uh, the city of Phoenix park and rec group is there. They have a station there. So it's a big, big area. Um, but on the soccer fields you got, there's these, these dudes, these guys, kids, I should say kids running. And it's right behind paradise Valley high school. So it's not paradise Valley's, uh, fields. It's the community's fields, but the high school's right there. So you have these dudes running, sprints they're they're running sprints back and forth as soon as we walk through and we do a big loop and as we're coming back through probably about a half an hour later they're doing that damn follow the leader oh yeah the fart lick (laughs) the the dude in the back has to sprint to the front and they're did you just keep doing loops and um we're walking up and robin's like oh they're doing that that follow the leader crap i hated that she's (laughs) like oh my god we did I'm like, they're doing it on a field, a huge field. Imagine doing that in a in a gym on South Campus. Yep, around a mat. <laughs> in, res- in wrestling yeah. shoes. Oh, uh, just making that but turn you, every time. Oh, my my yep. ankles hurt than just thinking about it. <laughs> so we she's like, Do you think they're wrestlers? And we get closer and they're just finishing up and they're all high five. And then there's probably about ten to a dozen of them. And I, I'm approaching them. 
and I'm not close enough to, to, I guess I could have yelled, but I wasn't close enough to talk, to communicate with them. Like, like I said, I could have yelled, but I'm like, I don't know, babe. I don't know if the wrestlers, cause they're, they look really lean and narrow and thin. And, <laughs> you know, they, none of them look like they have any, I mean, there were some build, but they were thin. She's like, the, the, they're high school kids. I'm like, yeah, but it's different. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, was I that? I mean, and then I start looking back. I think it back. I'm like, I was probably looking the same yeah. way. All sucked out and scrawny and tiny. Yep, yep. One, you figure one twenty five, one nineteen. Like you're not, you're not a fire plug, <laughs> you, right? Yeah, and, and you know, not that I was tall, but I wasn't, you know, five foot one and and one hundred and thirty pounds. I was five foot five and one hundred and thirty pounds. But it was just weird that that component of how we we have that perspective when we're younger, when we're smaller, when we're um, you know, when we're, we're just, our minds haven't expanded that, that much or, or have expanded yet. We, we look at things differently because, you know, back then, if I was, you know, 16, 17 years old, probably these guys would be looking like, you know, Hoover Davis to me when I was a freshman versus, you know, these guys are probably the same size. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, that's a funny story. Um, when, during your stagecoach, race Mm -hmm. we were there at the one aid station but it was also the uh 50k finish line and we're sitting there waiting for you to come in and all these uh you know in the 50k that's a fast race so you know there's there's like real runners coming through like fast times and robin looks over and she goes you and mike don't look anything like these guys I was like, nah, we we don't fit the mold for this scene, do we? <laughs> but that, that kind of just reminded me of that story. I always laugh. Yeah, about that. <laughs> we had one that there's there's a story by by it was my senior year across country, and we were running at Dunmore, and it's it was the same thing. You you know you had this wrestler me implanted with a bunch of cross country runners, and that was like one of those quad meets. So there was probably like sixty runners. Yeah. And uh, I somebody I don't know if it was my mom or my dad or somebody was recording uh, recording the meet, and I think there was one part we were we ran on the track for a portion of the meet, and that's where the, the that's where the fans were. The, the you know the, the families were they were recording it. And you could hear either my mom or, or Tammy. I don't see him. I don't. I, oh, there he is. Yep, I got him. Yep. And I was the one that was short, pretty much shorter than everybody and wider yeah, than everybody. the short, squatty one. Yeah. Here comes a husky. See that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's pretty funny. Yep. Um, breaking uh, molds. That's what we do. Yep. Yeah. Not we're we're definitely we're definitely outliers as as Robin likes to call yes. us. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So um well, should, let's talk about should we move go ahead. should we move into be be moved here? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you why don't you start? Yeah, off, so man. um actually you you really started this um with uh Air Viper running and uh, sent me a, a text, I don't know, what is it, last month maybe, about a, a link yeah. to this race. And um, and you signed up first, and then I kind of went back and looked at it. I think it was, it was in the middle of cross-country season, so I wasn't really wrapping yeah. heads around anything. But, um, yeah, and I'm really glad I'm really glad you signed up for this and then shared the link with me. So, Aravipa, I guess it, essentially it's a virtual um virtual Mm -hmm. series um event and what it's doing since we are in the month of october it is breast cancer awareness month so they are working with ucla um their oncology department and proceeds from everybody's entry is going to help out with this uh oncology department so what the race is involving is throughout the month you could either pick one or two or all five of them and that's what we're doing of course because we're ultra dads um (laughs) and it's uh the races are broken down to a mile a 5k a 10k 
a half marathon, which is 13.1, and a full marathon, which is 26.2 miles. So throughout the whole month, you have um, that time to complete these races. So we, uh, we, you signed up, like I said, and then I uh, just last week also signed up two weeks ago, maybe. And we got a bib, we got a t-shirt, and we're good to go. So um, that's kind of where things are at right now. Um, we haven't done any, I mean, we've been running and have done some of these distances, but not officially under, um, under the event, I guess. Right. So I don't know. You want to share your game plan, what your, uh, what your plan of attack is? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll step back and, and kind of, uh, talk about how, how I, why I did it because, uh, it's, it's interesting because, uh, this weekend, and this is the weekend that, for the reason I picked this weekend, I, it's just ironic, right? Cause when I first signed up, which was back about a month ago, uh, I came across the race just for the the audience listening era Viper out here is the running company out here that, and they put on probably, Oh hell. If I were to guess 30 to 40 races a year throughout the calendar year. And they're all they're, they're most of them are centered around ultras. So, you know, 31, 50 Ks or more, uh, but they also squeeze in possibly a marathon and shorter distance, maybe like a five mile or a 5k or a 10k, just because it opens it up for other people to enjoy the trails. And the majority of their races are on the trails. So ever since we moved out here back to Phoenix, we, I've been involved with this group and they, they do a, they do a top notch job. They do oh, yeah. a fantastic job. But like most organizations now, racing or organizations in general with COVID, they've been kind of put in a tough position. So a lot of their races have been either canceled or postponed. And it's it's unfortunate because a lot of them that have been postponed are are being canceled now, even though uh, it's, you know, six months into this, seven months into this. Uh, Havelina is still happening, which is interesting that is wild in any (laughs) yeah in any event there was a couple races i had on the docket that i was looking at this weekend being crown king which is the race up the hill that i did last year uh which was which was pretty awesome but as i was following things you know because they had races scheduled for august and they had races scheduled for september uh that were rescheduled that they got canceled so I was like, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to sign up for a race and then end up having it be canceled. So, as I was thinking about this, uh, an email pops up indicating, "Hey, we're going to do this be moved uh, event, which is going to be virtual, and proceeds, like Brian said, are going to go to the breast cancer awareness." And uh, like I've talked about the last couple of Facebook posts and, and and some of the blog, you know, we've all had some way, shape, or form been we've all been affected by cancer in some way, shape, or form. But some of us probably more often than others uh, or more than others have been affected by breast cancer. So I'm like, you know what? This sounds like a pretty good, good idea. Uh, so I signed up for it. And that's when I shared it with you. And I thought it would be, you know, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to, to do it. But like, as Brian said, as you said, there's, there's as, as a, the, the theme of the podcast goes ultra dad, we decided we're going to do all five. Uh, and to take that a step further, my plan is to do them, starting this Saturday four consecutive days in a row. So my plan is to do the marathon on Friday, or excuse me, on Saturday, the 13, the, the half marathon on Sunday, the 10 K on Monday, and then the five K and mile on Tuesday. Cause I mean, essentially it's 4.1 miles. I'm going to walk, run, whatever, <laughs> that 4.1 miles. So that's essentially what my plan is doing. And um, I'm looking forward to it because one, obviously it's going, going to awareness around, uh, around breast cancer, which is, which is great, but uh, it's going to give me the, the, I guess the motivation or the inspiration to get out and really get out on the trails. Last week I was able to get out on the trail for, you know, a good solid three hours. Nice. Uh, And I, I plan on going up to black Canyon on Saturday morning um, and actually doing the reverse. I'm going to, and 
I'm not going to, I'll tell, I'll say, say this to you because you'll know what I'm talking about, but people that are listening probably won't. I'm going to do the first like 13.1 miles of the Cocodona going north on Black oh, Canyon and then turning it around and coming down. So it's basically opposite of the Black Canyon 100K. Oh, perfect. I'm going to be, yeah. So I'm going to, that's, that's the plan. And then Sunday, there's a Apache watch, which is a good, uh, <clears throat> um, circuit of trails. And there's a, uh, I think it's like a 13.6 mile loop that I'll do on Sunday, but those, the, you know, the first 39, 40 miles of this, I'm going to do on trails and probably on Monday and Tuesday, it'll be road work, but that's my oh, perfect. Plan. That's a, that's that's a great plan. <laughs> that uh, yeah yeah that I think I'm I'm actually thinking about it, looking at our s- schedule, but mainly right now is our weather. Um, and my sure. my game plan kind of got blown away, literally. Um, but what <laughs> I'm gearing up is going in uh, reverse order. So I think okay. tomorrow tomorrow at sunrise, I'm either gonna go to the track and do a hard fast mile um, or go into the woods and try to do a thousand foot vert in one mile. So that's, that's my two options. And then try to get a 5k in with Tanner um, before work. So I'll have that like one mile kind of be the warm up, and then grab Tanner. I'm going to try to get, Cindy and the kids involved with this as as much as possible here and there for the for the smaller runs um and then working my way up um the weekend just uh, it, the winds are just no joke i mean my plan was to do a lot above tree line and right right mm-hmm. now with with 50 mile an hour gusts and everything it's just i can't i can't do that so um, I mean, I could, but it, it, it's liability and risk management. Yeah, it's, it's just not worth it. Plus, if if you're getting yeah. blown backwards while you're trying to make ground going frontwards, it's just it could be ugly mess. So, I'm uh kind of got the first part figured out, but after that, I'm going to just kind of play it by ear and maybe, if anything, have to take a day off or something maybe to next week i'd like to if uh if we got a window of decent weather and i'm trying to tie the bigger distances into um something i've had in mind for uh several years now um up on certain ridge lines and this is one of my big to-dos lists because i see the ridge line every single day on my daily commute um so i I've been wanting to do it and just put it all together. And I think this may be a good, uh, good way to get me up there and motivate me to just make it happen. I know what you're talking about. That's so awesome. yeah, pretty much when you're driving up my road, as you look across that whole um, mountain range, I want, uh, that's yep. what I want. <laughs> now, would that be, would you be doing basically the the marathon on half in that distance or would you? Um, and that would probably be a good chunk of that would just be the marathon in itself. Okay. So, but the tricky part is it's not, it doesn't come below 13,000 that whole yeah. time. So there's chance of um, probably getting over two fourteeners all within this, this route here. So it's a, it's a solid little chunk. So we'll see if anything, Worst case scenario, I'm just going to grind out the miles elsewhere, but I'm really hopeful that I could make something cool happen here. Yeah. Well, let's, let me tell you this, dude, if, if, cause just for the audience, we, we plan on doing, you know, uh, just an intro to, to this event this week and then doing a potential wrap up next week, but don't, don't let that, I would, for me personally, man, I would rather you get that that mission in rather than, you know, kind of force, force yeah, it. In. Yeah. So uh, get, get the mission in and don't, don't worry about doing the podcast. We'll do the podcast next week. We'll just get a different yeah. topic. Right. And then we'll, we'll, that'll give, give, give us something to talk about later, later on. But I would say let's, you know, be uh, obviously it's great. Always have like what, what Mike Tyson said. It's always great to have a plan, and then you get kicked in the nuts. Yeah, or everybody's got a plan. Everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the face. <laughs> right. 
So because I, I know because we were talking about that when we were when we were up there in July, how you want to yeah, do that. It's been I think that's I think that's it's cool. been on my mind, I think more so now than ever. I feel like this is just like uh, one of my masterpieces I could I just need to put together. And of course, you know, all summer when it was gorgeous out, but something about fall time, just I always have the need to go just get as much in as possible before we get sucked into the winter season. So this yeah. is kind of my mentality right now. Just go, go, go. And we're trying to camp this weekend too, which I don't know if that's going to happen. So I got a bunch of, I got a bunch of stuff going on. We'll see. We'll see what the weekend brings. <laughs> well, we got, yeah, we got, so Elena has a soccer game Saturday night, excuse me, Friday night, Saturday night and Sunday night. And it, Excuse me. Yes. Sunday afternoon. Excuse me. But Saturday is like at six o'clock Sundays at or Fridays at like six o'clock. And they're they're both a good half an hour, 45 minutes away. Oh boy. You know, so so we're not getting back until probably nine, nine, ten o'clock yeah. on both nights. So I plan on being I want to be stepping off on Saturday morning at like four thirty five a.m. Uh, because unlike you, my weather is going to be like 60 degrees and epic oh, to perfect, run in perfect. You know, <laughs> and catch that sunrise. That's that's the plan. Um, it's interesting, though, Black Canyon, dude, because I've run the Black Canyon twice, but the first time they rerouted it because the weather. The rain, the rain, that's right. Yep. And at the halfway point, we had to go do this little out and back down to this river over this climb. And then last year when we did the the full course, we actually came up that out and back. So I'm not really familiar with that portion of Black Canyon. I did run it coming south, but I want to do it north again because it's like it's basically the start of Cocodona. Yeah, get start reconning right now. Yeah, yeah, and. So we'll we'll see how it all plays out. It'll be it'll be fun for those that are listening. Uh, you'll if you've been following us, you know we're not we're not looking to be breaking any land speed records based upon as you could probably imagine what we've listed as our goals with this is we're going out to enjoy yeah. the moment. Yeah, run is a loose term um, from at least for me. Um, that's why that's why I figured the, this mile. I, I figured I can push it if I do go to the track. And really, like, make make the most of it. Um, because a lot of it, what the meaning behind this whole um, event is, too, is, you know, we're choosing to go into the pain cave and, you know, have a, a suffer fest. And a lot of these uh, warriors with, with breast cancer, they're not having that choice. So um, that's yeah. kind of what I'm taking it. I'm trying to take these distances and get them out of my comfort zone and really make them a, 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 an obstacle um, because just to honor, honor all the, the ladies and men um, that deal with, with this disease. Um, like I said, they don't, they don't have the option. Um, the other night too, if anybody followed on, on Facebook, I sat down and had Tanner shave my head um, just to create some awareness. And, but that, then again, you know, a lot of, a lot of these patients with breast cancer, they don't get that option. You know, they, with chemo and all the treatment and everything they're they don't have an option to, to keep their hair or not. I did, but just wanted to bring some, as much awareness to this as possible. So that's also what I'll be doing yeah. with the, uh, with my bib, I'm going to be putting on, um, right now I'm up to eight, just off the top of my head of ladies that are either friends or family that I know of that have gone through breast cancer. Um, and a lot of survivors, um, not all of them though. So I'm going to be mm -hmm. having a bunch of names. So I'm being aware of my bib, um, backwards. So I could see all these, uh, awesome strong women's names on on the bib so uh, just making as much awareness as possible i think really too that's what it comes down for for both of us is to generate some hype on on this subject yeah that's a great point that's a great point bry thanks and you know that's that's kind of the name of the game it's you know listen we could have gone out there 
and just done the mile or, or the 10 K, but, and, and in some instances, the people that are going out and doing the mile or doing the 5k or the 10k or whatever the case may be, they're going to be in some level of that pain yep. cave. Um, you know, Brian and I have, and this is not in any way, shape or form to brag, but we've, we've pushed ourselves to some, some limits. And I think, you know, he's, he's hitting it right on the head that no matter what limits we've ever pushed ourselves to, it doesn't compare to what, you know, these folks have had to, these, these, not only these people that have had to deal with it personally, but their family and their friends and those that are involved with it had to, had to fight through. Uh, so, you know, bringing awareness to that, uh, bringing, bringing awareness to the fact that, uh, you know, this, this is, this is big. I mean, I mean, not just cancer, but breast cancer, uh, it affects so many women throughout the country, throughout the world. Uh, so, bringing awareness to that also the distraction part of it. Right. Um, you know, in a situation that we're in and, and you could, you could see this, right. You go to any news outlet or any media station, you know, cancer kills more people than COVID. I'm just going to say that yeah. it does. It has, it will, and it will for the rest of our eternity, you know, at least in my opinion, unless we find some cure for cancer. Uh, but we seem to have forgotten yeah. that. You know, we, we've seemed to have forgotten that. Uh, but, you know, fortunately, Aravipa, and there's a lot of other organizations out there that uh, are, are making Breast Cancer Awareness Month uh, 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 an important part of, uh, of what's going on. So, you know, we're just doing that. We're carrying that through. Um, and to, to kind of close the, the topic out with respect to, you know, honoring people, we've and I mentioned this, you know, my, my mom's mom, my mom's mom, my mom's sister, my aunt Sharon fought breast cancer. So I'll be running for her and Kelly Andrus, who was, who was our neighbor back in Plymouth meeting. Uh, she battled it, she beat it, but unfortunately, it, uh, you know, it came back and, and spread to other areas and we unfortunately lost her a few years ago. So those are the two ladies that I'll be, I'll be uh, running for and looking down at and, on my bib head smiling and of course thinking about the knucklehead on the other side of the conversation here. Uh, cause we'll probably be suffering together cause we typically like to do that. Yep. That, that'll, that'll happen for sure. So, and you know, it's, we've talked about it before, but the power of the why, you know, the, you've got yours, I've got mine and you know, we've got each other and everybody listening here, you know, we know the supports there as well. So, I mean, that's, that's the fuel behind all this. So um, there's a strong why in this one. And um, yeah, yeah. If we could just keep, you know, more and more awareness, just build on that, then, I mean, that's, that's what we're here to do. And, you know, Sherpa John kind of says, you know, no one cares about your Strava. No one cares about your ultra sign up, you know, and then that's why we're doing stuff like this instead is, this this is making a change this is putting money and awareness to good causes so um you you got the right why behind you you can do anything yeah and and you know we've we're we're not opposed to sacrificing our uh, our our bodies for for awareness and for a good yep. cause yep we've uh, done it before and we'll do it again yeah, so I'm sure. I mean, I'll, I'm going to probably be doing a couple of Facebook slot, Facebook lives, and like we said, we'll do a wrap up once once we get it all complete. But they're probably, I'm sure you'll be putting updates yeah. out there. I'll be putting updates sure. out there, you know. And and you know, you you did the the shaving of the head, and uh, the girls came up with an, another. The girl Robin and the girls weren't really liking the idea for me to kind of take the razor yeah. to the head. Um, <laughs> So, so I said, okay, well, you guys come up with another, other idea because I, I want to do something. So they came up with an idea, uh, and I committed to it, but I'm not going to share it. Right. Yet. Is that going to be uh, a, a live session? Uh, I don't think it'll be okay. a live session. I think I, I, what I, what the thing that's in my head right now is I'll, I'll, it will be a live, a Facebook live session, but not in the midst of it happening. I think it'll be just a big surprise oh, Saturday boy. morning. The curiosity, curiosity now builds. Now, well, oh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know when it happens. But it's going to be occurring probably 
between now and you know to, to, to now and before I step off at four a.m. or whatever the time's going to be on All Saturday right. morning. I can't. I can't wait to see. <laughs> well, the, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the kids weren't psyched about this. Uh, this game plan we had, but it's uh, definitely grown on them. So, and and for me, just personally, when when you have a a, a really crappy hairline, um, shave in your head. I mean, you're just throwing it all out there. So this is a pretty vulnerable action on on my part here, but it's for a worthy cause. So I uh, I just stepped up and made it happen. So. Yeah, but you got you got a nice shaved melon looking. Ah, uh, it's all right. You know, it's growing on me too. Again, I was like, I just might have to keep it simple like this for a while. <laughs> and now, what does uh, what does the better half say about? Oh, that? she loves me no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Tanner said. He goes, say- "Good thing you don't have to impress anybody anymore." <laughs> <laughs> so the honesty of a twelve-year-old. You can't get better than that. <laughs> uh- I don't know. Like some of the stuff we've done, I don't think we've ever were looking to impress anybody. I don't know how I ended up with a wife, really. <laughs> so seriously, God, God, I'm God bless those boat. saints. Not, <laughs> not not only a wife, but the wife yep, that we have. Yep. Good 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 on you. I don't know how you did it. All right, let's wrap, wrap <clears throat> All right, it brother. Up. Well, yep. Go enjoy the family. Good luck with uh, good luck with the weather up there. Um, I'm sure I'll be connecting with you over the course of the next several days but good luck with this keep yeah, me posted yeah give my, give my love you to do everybody the same and we'll uh yeah we'll hook up on on the social medias for sure i'll probably try to do something around sunrise tomorrow maybe afterwards um and then go from there we might be able to even invite somebody on a live facebook it looked like so maybe we'll play around a little bit with all these social media tools um and just try to have fun with this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if there's if you figure something out, I'll look for it too. But I'm sure we could kind of concoct some yeah, craziness. Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. All right, man. Well, you have a good night down there, and um, safe travels on all your runs here coming up. You all too, right. brother. Love. love you, man. See you.